This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramone! happening to me right now. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Fort Worth Famous. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And we're just going to start off with we're thrown this week getting going on this show because we walk into the cottage. Bungalow. The bungalow. Sorry. To news of Kobe Bryant's tragic accident and death. Yeah. And, and I mean, I'm still speechless. I know. Well, okay. So Katie texted me in all caps, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like driving here and thought she was just messing with me. And mm-hmm. then I had to pull up Twitter because if it happened, it's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I walked in here and I was like, I had already pushed it because I was like, can't think about that right now. Can't think about that. Like I'm on my way to the podcast. Cannot think about this. Mm-hmm. I walk in here and I just was like, yep. Yep. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So, Kobe was a huge part of our lives. Yeah. You know, Lakers like, grew up with the two him. of us. Yeah. So, I'm just like, I'm I'm so shook. I don't even know what to say. And I haven't been able to really process it properly because we haven't had time, obviously. So, I'm coping as I best know how with some grapefruit beer. And I'm going to be following the story very much. Oh yeah, it's because gonna be all over everything. Yeah, because oh my gosh, and, and so it, many people. Like, yeah, already five people. Tom Brady already like was like, "What the heck?" Mm-hmm. Chrissy Teigen, like all of them are all saying, "Like everybody's in shock." It yeah, happened in Calabasas, so everybody knew immediately. Right. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know where Calabasas is, it's northwest of LA. I thought it was southwest of LA, but it is northwest on the coast, and you can see they were showing video footage of the wreckage. And it was in those foothills, those coastal foothills. And it was just, I just, I just don't even know what to do. Okay. So we're going to move on from this. Process that later. Yes. So we're ready to talk about all of the things, or one of the things that makes Fort Worth famous. And some of the things that make us Fort Worth famous. (laughs) And I definitely want to, um, last week we neglected to thank Denver Williams for our theme song. The song is called Pop Song, and it's one of my very favorites that he's ever done. And so I messaged him when we were getting ready to start up this little podcast and said, hey, can you do this, but just instrumental version? And he said, yes, ma'am. Let me get that to you. That's because Denver Williams is so dreamy. He is so dreamy. I could listen to him sing about literally almost anything, I think. Paper Airplanes. I was actually listening to Chilamundo on my way up here. Very nice. Yes. That's a good one. And I saw that they teased that they may be doing another Chilamundo marathon where they do all of those shows around Fort Worth all in one day. Will there be grilled cheese? Hopefully at the final show, the final show of the day. They kind of ruined grilled cheese for me. There's, it's, it's the compound butter. He oh. makes this compound better. I don't know what the secret is. He must stir it with love or something because <laughs> it is so good. 
It's literally the best grilled cheese I've ever had. Yeah, for sure. So, so were there any other tragic series of unfortunate oh, yeah. events it that was happened a whole on your series way? Series of unfortunate events while I was driving up. Here. Let's hear. Number one, I was so proud of myself for leaving my house on time. <laughs> then. <laughs> The freeway was shut down, like, in a certain spot. Oh, no. It's, you know, now other things have happened. I can't tell you where that was that happened. And that, all I could think about was, like, I needed to go to QT because I wanted something to drink because I still have this, like, terrible allergy cough mm-hmm. thing. The worst. I don't, I need it to go away. Yeah. Never in my life have I been so plagued. <laughs> so. And those of you with allergy cough know exactly what we're talking about. Oh, my God. So, and I was like, I can't be hacking into this microphone like the whole time. It'd be terrible. Yeah. So then I get to QT and I thought I saw somebody's car that I was like, oh, please, dear Jesus, don't let him be in there. And then <laughs> I was so like distraught about that, that I couldn't decide if I wanted a cold drink or a hot drink in QT. <laughs> For the record, I got both. <laughs> and then I was like, gosh, dang it. It's 158. <laughs> And yeah, so here we are. Oh, I've made it. Three bam. drinks later. Because <laughs> I drank, an, oh, four drinks later because I drank an energy drink on my way up here. Then stop for more beverage and there's two more in my bag. Wow. Yeah. I need to make sure I'm hydrated. I'm double fisting it myself with this grapefruit beer and this water. I got um, the French vanilla cappuccino. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, but it's so sweet. It I is, forgot how sweet it is. It is very sweet. I usually do half the cappuccino and half regular coffee because it's so sweet. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Well, yeah you know, I'm done smart. That. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other thing that happened to me is I tried to navigate here. Without like, your map? Yes. Because I was like, <laughs> I've been here a couple times. I got this. You didn't Can I tell have you, it? I stared right at the street sign that said catching and still was like, that's not it. <laughs> oh, my. I can't believe it's not butter. Okay. So, yeah, I was like, oh, jeez. Uh, like, I need to just park the car and go. And come inside. This is a fiasco. <laughs> so, Poor thing. I know. I know. All right. Well, shall we catch up on each other's lives since we last podcasting? Sure. Let's talk about some obsessions that we've had over the past couple of weeks. Okay. I want to tell you, um, is it Too Faced, the lip injection that Too-faced. I got? Too Faced. Too Faced. Oh, my gosh. Did Game you get the extra plump, changer. Extra plumper. Extra, extra plumper. Whatever it is. Yes. And you can, I mean, it stings, but it feels good. It like, hurts so like good. lip venom? Yeah, like lip venom, but a little bit more. I almost bought lip venom the other day. Did you, you buy really? buy that, like... The mall somewhere. That was my first plumper that I got was lip venom. I know because I remember I used to steal it and then I would be like, <laughs> oh, I've made a horrible mistake. This is burning my lips off. <laughs> but look at how cute they look. Right. <laughs> They're all nice and plump. I, yeah. I paid $500 for them to be plump. So <laughs> I keep thinking about it, thinking about it, but then I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. My girlfriend last night, um, Anna, she's doing like a dermabrasion thing like a package where she goes and gets it done every couple of weeks yeah and it's her skin is looking so good but it was like eleven hundred dollars with some sort of group on and I'm all ugh dang it that's just not for me not for me One at this moment in my life did the the micro needling uh-huh she came to work she literally looked like her face was like I don't know how to describe it model no oh, okay kind of like that vampire facial Oh. But I don't think that was what she did. And okay. it's been red, like bright red for like a week. It's not Marketed. gone down. 
Eh, it did go down, but it's still super red. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so talk to me about your Sega. Oh my gosh, I'm so obsessed with that thing. Okay, what is it? Dad bought it for me for Christmas. It's like um, preloaded with like 200 games or something. Oh wait, maybe that's the Atari. I got him an Atari and he got me a Sega. (laughs) (laughs) Two two little Uh, peas in a pod, you two. I know. Anyways, so I was playing Sonic on it the other night and I was like, I had my glasses on, so I was like all disoriented. <laughs> Sonic is so fast. <laughs> How did that happen that you're disoriented with your glasses on? There are a couple prescriptions behind. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Anyways, I had showered and done my skincare, and I was like, I'm going to play the Sega for a little bit. And uh-huh. I was like, you have to sit really close because it's stupid corded controllers. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. So I switched to a different game, oh. which I am now infuriated by. Okay. Because I can't get past this little jump. Like, is it pandemonium? No. Uh, is pandemonium preloaded on there? No. Oh, but there are a couple of like, <laughs> what? There's like some Disney games on there. Uh huh. So I was playing this like Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion, something or another. <laughs> Anyways, you have to save Minnie. Oh man, I know, but I can't get past this level. Is it like saving Princess Peach, but even better? Well, I would tell you if I could get past level one, but I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to come play this game with you. I, I almost made Brian play with me yesterday because we went shopping. Uh-huh. And then he came back to my house and I was like, hey, you should beat this level for me real quick and then you can go. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, but, Brian. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that thing. Oh, I love it. That's crazy. I also got a record player for Christmas. Uh-huh. But I don't own any records. Oh. So I need people to leave me some some records to purchase a list, if you will. I got a new record last night. What'd you get? The Kush? I did not get the Kush. I got, it's a Nine Inch Nails record. Oh, nice. Brian has those. If for some reason I can't remember the name of it right now. I'm so thrown by this whole Kobe Bryant thing. I need you to move past it. Don't. So, yeah. Um, But I'm very, very excited about it. I added it to my little rolling cart of records and I was like, this thing is heavy and awesome and fantastic. So... Um, I need some of those. Yeah, no, they're great. So everybody, you can comment on our Facebook or um, Instagram. Mm, don't put it on the Instagram. Just okay. comment on Facebook. Comment on Facebook. Don't mess with my Instagram vision. Okay, let <laughs> let Ivy know what albums she must have for her record collection. So um, this week also I got my Lunarly box which I love. Thank you very much. This So this year for Christmas, I told all of my kids exactly what I wanted each of them to get me. <laughs> and the thing I asked Ivy for was a Lunarly box subscription. So it came this week and it came with a plant, which I love. It's called the dragon plant. And then I also got a dragon um, um, stone crystal. Yeah, stone. And then um, it came with a little uh, mo- moisha. <laughs> massage tool washa don't laugh at me i watched videos on how to use it and i think that's how the girl pronounced it okay anyways i have become obsessed with a skincare routine told you. thank you um and so yesterday i actually tried using that tool for the first time and it was fantastic it felt so good so mm-hmm. it's like this um um asian massage tool yeah it's heart shaped there are different shapes but the one I got was jade and it's and it's basically a heart shape and you massage like your neck and it does lymphatic drainage Mm because you're 
hitting all those pressure points everywhere. And it was so nice. So, so nice. I loved it. I loved it. And so, you know, I'm like, I'm like you every night. I'm just going in and cleaning and oiling and scrubbing. It becomes very addicting. Yeah. I didn't think so, but I think I'm up to like 20 steps now. (laughs) And my steps are not that many, but there's maybe like five. Which well, is good lately, for me. I've been so freaking exhausted that I skipped to like two. But if I'm going <laughs> to just go in on my uh-huh. skin, like mm-hmm. there's like 20 steps. Yeah. So and then I got uh, in my box came a a book and it says how to house houseplant. And I love the title of the book. And it tells you all about all the things you need to, to keep houseplants, you know, lighting and watering and fertilizing and what types of soil to use. And um, then it goes through like some of the most popular house plants and um instead of saying like how to take care of the plant like how to take care of ivy or how to take care of a boston fern it says how to become friends with and i love it that's cute i love it so much i'm like oh these plants are my friends i love that this is what you said it's so (laughs) great so great and you got your Cause I got box? a box this week. Yes, a cause box. Let's talk about it. I forgot completely that I am subscribed to the cause box. Um, it comes like once a season. Okay. So I got the fall cause box and it has... Um, Not winter cause box? Oh yeah, winter. <laughs> I'm so... Shook. Confused about life right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, the winter one. I was mm-hmm. picturing the blue box and everything. <laughs> Usually I don't love winter, so I kind of just block it out in my mind. <laughs> Um, but my, my box has, I think a blanket in it Mm -hmm. and these really cute mugs. And I did so much good with accidentally spending $50. (laughs) Like I forgot. I think it's like 55 actually. I have no idea. To be honest, I. Ivy, this is, this is, you need to manage your money. You're going to be a homeowner this year. Well, okay. I'll cancel the box, but now it's going to be spring and that's going to be cute. It is going to be super cute. So maybe after the spring box. Then I'll have a whole year of boxes <laughs> that are just, they're climbing the wall of my room, actually. <laughs> um, what else did I get in it? Oh, these spoons. Well, okay. What did you call them? Serving spoons? I called them salad spoons because yeah. they look like they're meant to mix salad up. Oh, yeah. They're serving spoons. Well, whatever. They're gold. And <laughs> So what, what, why is it a, what's a cause box? Like why, what is it? So what's the, the premise behind There's the like box? a little booklet that explains like every piece that comes in the box mm-hmm. and what that did for somebody else. Like I got this blanket that t- 300 people were employed for however long to make these blankets for the cost box or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the things are. Something about the spoons was like 150 people were creating these gold plated spoons or whatever. Wow. Anyway, so it's like really good stuff and they're, you know, they're just cute things that Mm-hmm. I love, I love all that like kitschy yeah. stuff to be around my house. Such a millennial, <laughs> but you are doing good. Yes, but you're doing, doing good, good in the world. Yeah. So then I kind of don't want to cancel it because I mean, it's just $50. <laughs> That's $200 over the course of a year. But if I just would prepay it, it would be less. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like our pod bean. If you prepay the pod bean, it's going to be less. Yeah, exactly. Or Netflix or Amazon or literally anything you could subscribe to. They will allow you to prepay it. Yeah. And for a and lower rate. all the time I'm like, nah. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. <laughs> the thing I like about that Amazon Prime prepay, and I'm sure it's the same with everything, but if you cancel it, they'll refund you 
the rest of the year or whatever. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I'm way too addicted to Amazon Prime to cancel it ever. I'm telling you, I'm, I keep thinking about it. But I think the thing I'm going to end up canceling is my um, my um, TV. Mm-hmm. Not the internet, um, but the like TV part. Because so for the most part on TV, all I'm watching is um, crime shows and Bravo. And I think both of those are available to me through Hulu. <laughs> right. Which I don't pay for. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and when I'm mad at you guys, I always debate changing the password. <laughs> so I'm like, thank will show them. It will show us. <laughs> I mean, we would be distraught. <laughs> it would be terrible. Change the Netflix password, the Hulu password, <laughs> HBO password. Yeah. Changing all of it. Yeah, very much. So... Have you gone on any dates over the last couple of weeks? I want to hear all about it. So this was probably the number one thing oh, that we got feed. That. Yeah, we got feedback on. Before we start talking about our Fort Worth famous topic for the week, which is museums and art in Fort Worth, the number one thing that we got feedback about and that people <laughs> wanted to hear more of was um, Ivy's dating. Adventures. It's because it's oh, such a debacle, and we like. I'm like Brad Pitt. We <laughs> just want to watch because it's a disaster. <laughs> We've decided that we're going to call this segment "Thanks for the Memories." No, we haven't decided that. <laughs> we haven't. No, okay. Allison and I have been bouncing ideas around, and that one was one of my most favorites. But... I like it a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Second row is I forgot that you existed. <laughs> But I think that one's a little too me. <laughs> the other one I really like is, I think his name is Jake. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't say that. What if he listens? <laughs> then he'll know that we think his name is Jake. I just, it's questionable. It could be something else. I am 99% sure his name <laughs> is Jake. The worst part is I think we're Facebook friends, but I can't find him on there to figure it out. <laughs> so he's just saved in my phone as I think his name is Jake. <laughs> Which I hung out with him and managed to not say his name not one time. Oh my gosh. The whole three hours we were we were out. <laughs> and I kept looking at my phone and I was like, please stop looking at my phone because you're going to get your feelings hurt. Because you're going to look over when I'm sending these text messages and you're going to be like, who's I think his name is Jake? I'm going to have to tell you that it's you. And can, you, can you just confirm it real quick? But I'm keeping it as I think his name is Jake at this point. Or you could just say, I don't know, it's just this guy. I think his name is Jake, but I'm not totally sure. Coincidentally, he sent me the same last text message you sent me before we met up. Really? No, that's what oh. I would say. <laughs> oh. I'm so thrown. I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So he's like, who's that? Who's your background picture? Who's that picture? Who's that? What's that? Who are you texting? Who just said I love you? I'm like, get out of my phone. Number For one. Real. Number two, you're you're going to get your feelings hurt in a second. Yeah. You don't cut that out. Totally. No, I didn't go on um, a date this week because I was juice cleansing and you that's not compatible with dating. Are you sure? Am I sure I didn't go on a date? Oh, are you sure it's not compatible? <laughs> yeah. What am I going to say? Oh, you eat. I'll just drink this celery wait a second it was only five days yeah and then i was busy oh okay yeah all right but have you um talked to anybody on any apps like what's your number one app right now i still hinge but i was traumatized on tinder this week oh what happened so um i was just like i can't sleep in the middle of the night as you know Mm -hmm. so that's my prime time to be looking around (laughs) (laughs) yeah and every other one's Every other person who wants to just hook up. Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm just looking. Okay. 
Um, I'm just exploring the options. Okay. So I was like going through. Uh-huh. If Caleb, Caleb, if you're listening, you need to pause this part if your daughters are in the car. So. <laughs> Hilly has one daughter. Oh, your daughter. Daughter and a son, but still. Regardless, if there are children in the car, pause. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like swiping through and I'm like, wow, I can't even tell what this dude's face looks like because it's like the bottom left corner of the picture. So I'm like, okay. okay. So I like swipe over. Mom. Ivy. He was like swinging his junk around in the next video. What? Yes. It was like this gray short sweat close up, just like a helicopter. And I was like. So it just dawned on me that he would have to not have an erection to be able to do this. I wasn't really looking at the logistics. Okay, <laughs> I just was like so thrown off that I was like, excuse me. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it was wild. Why did he think that was okay? On Tinder? Well, yeah, I guess Tinder's, Tinder. Tinder's yeah. a little wilder so than I was like, others. Yeet. Next. <laughs> I've never heard that used in real life. I've only ever seen it typed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta boot that one. Wow. So I closed out Tinder and I opened up Hinge. <laughs> and I'm like going through there. Working on my personal collection of I'm competitive about everything shots. <laughs> Uh, this is and, one of my favorite things that you're doing right now. Oh, and Stubbs is helping me now. I love it. Stubbs is going to help me capture the female side. Well, the male perspective, I guess we should say. Okay. He's going to capture every time a girl says the same thing over and over again. Oh, okay. Right. I like this idea. I, know. I like it it's a my lot. my new art piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Art by Ivy. Um. Anyways, so I'm on that one and I'm like scrolling down and there's a video and I was like, I wonder what this video is. Wow. This one was of a man just like singing his heart out. In, into horribly. Tinder? <laughs> onto Hinge. <laughs> oh, onto Hinge. <laughs> and that, like, part of me was like, hmm, this is not going to be good. But the curiosity won out. Wow. And I was like, that was so bold. Yeah. Like, I almost want to be like, good for you. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, don't engage. Right. Yeah, because then he'll keep coming back for more. I know. I know. Crazy. Hey, so I just got news that the NBA has canceled all games scheduled for today. That's probably good. Yeah, it's a really good, a good idea. idea. Yeah. Oh, the Pro I, Bowl continues, though. Yeah, as we're watching it while we're talking. <clears throat> the NFC is ahead 14-7, to 7, and we're three minutes into the second quarter. Well, two and a quarter. Anyways. Anyway. So, <sighs> also this week, maybe last week, one of the weeks, anyways, mm-hmm. my friend Dale... Yeah, I've been friends with since I was like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. Posted on Facebook a list of questions to ask on the first date, which I thought was a bold list. Okay, let's hear it. I know. Let me pull it up. I asked his permission. It's probably the only thing I've asked permission for lately. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's a good friend. Yeah. So you want to make sure. Well, yeah, of course. So he said, on your next date, fellas, ask her these questions. What is your sc- credit score? Do you have at least one month worth of emergency savings? Do you have a degree? Do you have post-retirement aspirations? When do you plan on retiring? How many baby daddies do you have and why? And why is probably my favorite part of that question. Right. And, well, wait, and why? Wait just a second. So this is from a boy's perspective. These are what you should be yes. asking. Yes. And he said, do you have any current plans to further your career or business? Do you manage your 401k? If something were to happen to me where I can't work, can you sustain our lifestyle? And how much debt do you have and are you expecting me to contribute? So this is all first date material? This is what he's is saying. Is that what you're saying? First date material. No. Because he said, Absolutely don't waste not. your time. No. You, uh, you can't answer those questions. And which I think 
are very bold questions to ask on a first date. They are. I think I'd be thrown by that. Yeah. No, I think that there may be, maybe. I don't even know if I like you enough to go have ice cream after we have dinner, let alone to tell you all of these personal things about myself. Right. I would say that this is when you're thinking about establishing a relationship with someone. You're. No, we you, better be already in it before I'm telling you that you have to help me pay off my student loans. Well, yeah, no, I think that you should be, which I would not expect somebody to do. You should have had the, the DTR (laughs) and you should be, yes, we're, we're moving forward into the next stage of our relationship. Let's kind of talk about some of these financial things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's true. You need to know those things before you're you're fully stepping in. Yeah. 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 I was like, wow. Yeah. First date, you want to know if I manage my 401k. And what my credit score is. I don't manage my 401k. Pay somebody else to do it. I mean, I pay someone else to manage my 401k as well. But I go in there and check it quite often. I just open the letter when Lisa puts it on my desk at work. (laughs) I open the letter and I'm like, acceptable. And move on. (laughs) I'm very pleased with what's in my 401k right now. I'm very happy about it. So So, I was like, wow. Yeah. I don't know what I would like. I've been on some bad first dates. Clearly, I've been on some good first dates. <laughs> my Facebook memory was one of, of one of my worst first dates ever. Of what was that? A few days ago. Uh huh. And I went out, and this. I first of all, I drove to freaking Arlington, which is annoying. And then <laughs> we get to the restaurant, and he's like, "Here I am, thinking we're eating." So I did not eat mm-hmm. prior to going. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, yeah, let's go sit in the bar. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. We can eat in the bar. Yeah. We bring food to the bar. Mm -hmm. So we're, like, staring at the menu, and he's like, I think I'm just going to order, like, a beer. And I was like, okay, I'll take a water. And so we're like... Did you feel like you couldn't eat in front of him? You didn't know him well enough? No, I didn't know what was happening. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we were just ordering a beverage first and then going to keep perusing the menu and then order and then whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're, like, sitting there talking... And the waitress comes back and she's like, are you guys okay? And he's like, yep. And I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm hungry. So did you order some food? No. Ivy. I know. It was back when I was very polite on first dates. Now I'd be like, <laughs> I'm hungry and I want food now. Um, I was, I was, what is the word? Disillusioned. I thought I was going <laughs> to. We're going to have to save a clip of every time I say, what's the word for this? <laughs> It was a mirror break. The mirror shattered. Yeah, I was under the impression that we were eating. So I'm like, no. And she's like, do you want some more water? And I'm like, yep. So then <laughs> we're just talking. And then he is like, so are you going to order a drink? And I was like, no, I'm I'm not going to order a drink. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask me for drinks, number one. Number two, I'm not going to order one. Like, I'm going to just keep drinking my water. I'm fine. And he's like, okay, well, like, I'm going out to dinner with my friends after this, so... We're oh. going to have to, like, wrap this up. And I was like... Oh, my gosh. Wait a minute. You have plans after this? <laughs> like, which, Rude. you know what? Respect. But I mean, also, I was like... And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, I'm done with this. Can I go home now? So was that a red flag or a deal breaker? Um. Well, that was a deal breaker. Gotcha. Okay, but I have some questions about red flags versus deal breakers. Okay. Is it a red flag for you or a deal breaker if he claps when the plane lands? A deal breaker. What about in the movie theater when the movie's over? (sighs) That's not a red flag or a deal breaker because I get emotional in movies. But are you so emotional you're clapping when the movie's done? It's happened before. What? 
What? Oh, no. Remember The Matrix when Keanu Reeves, like, at the very end of the movie, like, starts flying into the air? Yeah. First off, I did this. (gasps) And then I was like, yes! And I clapped. Okay, what if your date pronounces Chipotle like Chipotle? Uh, That would be a deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a deal breaker? Would you just never eat Chipotle again? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, we're not ever coming here again. But also begs the question of um, booth or table. Oh, that's a deal breaker for me. It's a booth every time. It's and a booth, if you yeah. say table, yeah. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm just going to look at you like a crazy person and, <laughs> and send it out to the group text later. Yeah. He willingly picked table. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. I mean, a table if needed. If booths what are if, all full. Okay. What about this one is an actual deal breaker for me. Mm, I that- judge people based on this, which is probably a very not think I should do mm-hmm. if your name is Michael David or Brian so my dad my uncle or my brother mm-hmm. I will not go on a date with you oh wow so if somebody was named Evan Michael well no see that's not a deal breaker for you no no because mm-hmm. at one point <clears throat> when I was married to your father my oldest brother Evan his wife Patty has a brother named Michael so 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 I had two uh, Uncle Michaels? You had, no, I wasn't, I'm not related to Patty's brother. Right. So, but Evan's kids had three Uncle Mikes because they had Patty's brother, Michael, my brother, Michael, and then my husband, Michael. That's wild. Yeah. Three Uncle Mikes all at once. Mm. Craziness. That's, that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Also, if you have red hair, you're out. Really? Yeah. Why? But Brian, before um, he married Tirza. Don't, don't like red hair? You have red hair and Brian has red hair. That's it. That's all the redheads I need in my life. But Brian used to tell me that he couldn't date girls with blonde hair. Oh, interesting. Right. In- yeah. I can see it's that. It's all superficial things, but if you remind me too much of somebody that I know, we're done. Well, yeah. Also, yeah. anybody named, like, your ex-boyfriend. Like, Yeah. I can't date another one with the same name. Yeah, probably not. I would probably stay away from people named ex-boyfriend's names. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyways. Yeah. That's a new favorite part of my, my dating thing. We're going to go over red flags versus deal breakers all the time. I like it. Red flags versus deal breakers. So drop drop some in the comments if you know, if you have some yeah. that we should discuss because <laughs> I have opinions clearly about this. <laughs> yeah. So and then another update. One daughter, Gianna Maria, was on board. I need you to stop. I'm sorry. This is affecting me. Let it let, push it out of your brain for a little bit. Okay. Turn off the notifications. notifications. Okay. You're I bringing will. down my vibe on I'm our s- podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. So do you want to talk about art in Fort Worth? I can't what believe if, we skipped over the most traumatic. Oh, sorry. What did me. we skip? Let's talk about it. I did that dumb juice cleanse. Oh, the juice cleanse. Sorry. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. So one of the days. One of the days, my drink was blue. Okay. And from blueberries? No. From something called Blue Magic. Okay. Is it algae? Is it a blue algae? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I posted it on my Snapchat. Uh-huh. And it was like, day four, but why is it blue? Okay. And I got a lot of questions. But of course, my faithful best friend, Allison, mm-hmm. Googled it for me. <laughs> Luckily, after I had finished drinking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it's an algae. You drink algae. And I was like, hmm. So you drink well, she, beets. She linked you drink it to celery. Me. You drink algae. You drink charcoal. I did drink charcoal, and that was very traumatizing. Don't drink charcoal. 
I want to drink charcoal. No, you, I want to do this juice cleanse. I don't Five days. I have the charcoal one still in the refrigerator because you're supposed to drink one at the end and I couldn't do it. It's like Does a, it really clean you out? It's it's first of all, it's like a gritty texture. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it like really cleared me out, mm-hmm. but it turned everything black. Everything black. So like everything. Euromycetisis? <laughs> yeah. The, it was black. The whole and had I not remembered that I had drank charcoal the night before, <laughs> I would have lost my shit. <laughs> like, Literally. I would have freaked out because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And I learned that I don't like cashew milk. Okay. That also has a weird texture. Okay. <clears throat> so, but the most traumatic was that blue magic. So was there, there's a purpose to each of the juices? Well, I'm sure there are. You don't. You didn't study that. No, no. So, but you were on liquids for five days. Yeah. Um. How is it coming back to the real world? A little bit weird. I'll be honest. I cheated a couple times. Okay. But I tried to to not eat bad things when I cheated. Okay. The so weirdest, you did the healthiest of the fast foods. The no, I didn't have any fast food. I swear. Um. But I did have salad one day. Okay. But like, the weirdest part of it is that I missed like the act of eating. Like oh, I wasn't yeah. hungry. Mm-hmm. Just like going to lunch with my friends and being like, well, I'm going to drink my juice and you guys are all going to eat it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Is that, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it totally makes sense. The chewing? Like, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The whole like act of eating. The experience what, of it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And especially when you're with your friends, it's um, a group activity and then you're just sitting there with your juice. Right. Yeah. So we ate many meals in the car. <laughs> not, not eating. <laughs> I drank many meals in the car. <laughs> and those are some good friends you have yeah did you do it monday through friday yes because i wasn't going to do that on the weekend and we went to windstar on saturday night i didn't want to have to be packing up a juice to go there gotcha and did it i mean did, did it cleanse you like did you did you feel i don't know that i felt clean cleansed, but i am <laughs> like a lot less bloated and so i'm kind of addicted to that like mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. like my clothes all fit the way that they should, and I'm not, like, a balloon from all the sodium that I was eating before. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want to, like, dive back into eating, like, junk. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. They say the five-day one is the one that you have to do to make some, like, life changes. Okay. Three days is, like, a good refresher. Okay. Yeah. I seven days is too many, <coughs> in my personal opinion. Seven days is, is exorbitant. Nobody needs to do a seven-day Well, cleanse. then you've got to be on it on the weekend. Yeah. And... I Ain't live, nobody got time for that. As my brother told me yesterday, I live a colorful life, <laughs> so I cannot. <laughs> I can That's a lovely be, way to put it. Yeah, he was like, you live a very colorful life that I wouldn't expect from you. <laughs> so it was lovely until the end. <laughs> what a good brother. Right. I was like, um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You just do what I want when I want. That's it. It's the best. Isn't it great? I love it. Yeah. I love it. A lot of people ask me about having kids so young. And I'm like, hey, it makes me, now I can do whatever I want when I want. And it's great. And my kids are all my best friends. Aww. I lucked out. So cute. Yep. Yeah. Brian, my son, called me when he was on his way home the other day. And we had a lovely chat about grandma. And mm-hmm. it was so nice. My mom, she passed away a few years ago. I and always think of grandma when we go see art. Yes. I do too. I always what a do. Transition. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> One of my favorite mom stories about art. Well, they she would always take us to L.A. L.A. 
to go. I don't appreciate that you keep mocking me about the way that I said that. <laughs> I'm not mocking you. You are mocking me. You no. It's, nobody it, can see it, but the way that you're doing it is mocking me. I'm going to say it's because we're from California, and that's the way that they say L.A. I can't with you. And so on Letterkenny, they mock it in an entire episode. So when I say L.A., you got to run the hills in L.A. got to have the tacos in L.A. It's the way you say it. So we should we take us to L.A. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> to go to the museums. The Norton Simon was one of my favorites as a kid. And um, I got to see a lot of really beautiful art. And when we moved to Fort Worth, things were uh, – Fort Worth museums that I had no clue were so great. I have learned in the past – 10 years or so, how wonderful they are. Um, and so I wanted to talk about all the great stuff that we have here. Yeah. So I thought we'd start with my least favorite museum first. The Ammon Carter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh-huh. the Ammon Carter or Eamon Carter. How do you say it? Eamon or Ammon? I think it's Ammon. Okay. I mean, Ammon makes sense to me. Maybe it's Ammon. I have I, no I idea. I don't know. Regard, you, th- that's the stadium of a TCU, too. Like, you'd think I'd know. The Ammon Carter. And then up in Bowie, in Tex- Bowie Texas, they have the Ammon Carter um, chicken and bread days. Why have been to Bowie? For chicken and bread days. And a fiddle contest. What a festival. Seriously. Chicken and bread. Yeah. Chicken and bread. So... Anyway, um, so the Eamon Carter, though, it is a museum of American art. So everything that is in there is American, and it features heavily Western art. So Remingtons, which are the um, cowboy sculptures and paintings. You know a Remington when you see a Remington because they're so distinct and iconic. Um, and they're, I think those were all part of his private collection, and he created this museum and he was like I want this to always be free to the public which is awesome and there's they have traveling exhibits that come through but all of the artists are American artists so there's lots of George O'Keefe there's um I'm totally blanking on names but it's oh, a, no I've never been you've never been no you should go because it's a lot of fun and you learn a lot about American art that you just you don't even really it doesn't dawn on you that these things were so transformative to the art world coming from these American artists. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. So there's the upstairs and the downstairs and there's sculptures and there's, um, paintings and drawings and a lot of art from the, um, Har- <clears throat> excuse me, the Harlem Renaissance, which was very impactful, um, in the United States. And it's just, it's really good. Good one. I like it. I would recommend that y'all, Go to the Eamon Carter if you're in Fort Worth. You literally just said it's your least favorite. It is my least favorite. So, but it's a good one and it's free. (laughs) So, um, let's see. What's the next one? What do you think my next favorite one is? Your next least favorite. favorite. We're only doing the top three, really, museums. So, then it's the Kimball. It is the Kimball. Nice work. Because the the modern is obviously your favorite. The modern is obviously my favorite. My process home. of elimination. My home away from home. I got this. So the Kimball. Mm-hmm. What did you think the first time you ever went to the Kimball? Um, I don't 
I don't love the Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that it's all very like formal. For- is that the word I want to use? Formal art? Mm-hmm. Formal art, I would say. Formal art. Like, I like the more abstracty, fun gotcha. things. And like, these are like gold foiled picture frames on the walls there that are, are like mm-hmm. they're very formal not that I don't love it I do love it yeah but I'm just like so the give thing, me something the thing about the Kimball is um it's amazing so they've got the the main museum is open to the public free all the time and you can walk in there on any given Tuesday and see Picasso's and Mondrian's and El Greco and everyone you can possibly think of, including the one that totally blows my mind. And I cried the first time I stood in front of it. Um, the only Michelangelo painting in the Western hemisphere mm-hmm. it in a permanent collection. I'm sure that there are others that travel through, but it's amazing. Amazing to me that all of this art is just available to us at our fingertips and it's always so inspiring when I go to, to the Kimball. I always leave there going, oh, I want to paint. I want to go, you know, make, create something when I leave the Kimball every time. It's amazing to me. Um, and <clears throat> we went there last weekend. <coughs> There's that allergy cough. It's the worst. To see the Renoir exhibit that is in the Piano Pavilion. Um, yes. because I was gifted tickets from 360 West Magazine. Yes, thank you very much, 360 West Magazine. And it was the body. Renoir's The Body. And it was drawings and sculptures mm-hmm. and paintings of of the human body. Mostly female. I don't think there were any. There were a couple. couple men. Towards the end. Mm-hmm. But it was fascinating. It was really good, and it was it was him and his contemporaries and how they were studying the form, the human form. And one of the things that they were doing at that time was doing multiple forms in one painting, and they were really studying how people interact with each other and bringing that to life, and it was very interesting. There mm-hmm. was one blonde braiding her hair that was so pretty, and he did it in several different formats and I loved it I thought it was great yeah the chalk the red chalk on the tissue paper was pretty cool mm-hmm. but they had that yeah again in a gold gold frame yeah but gold leaf frames are awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> they're very big to differ <laughs> yeah. but um agree to disagree oh yeah on <laughs> framing <laughs> yeah but, but and it was also cool that they had the sculptures and then they had the big thing about it that said like he, at that point in his life, basically had very limited function, but wanted to keep creating art. So he would use other people's hands and like have them mold it the way that he wanted it to look, mm-hmm. which was like fascinating to me. Yeah. They brought his vision to life. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. It was very interesting. His apprentices, yes. he was having them sculpt and create the molds for these sculptures. It was awesome. And Picasso had a lot of his, um, his art. Mm hmm. In his home. Yeah. That's fascinating, too. It was on one of the placards. Oh, nice. Uh, It's always a good one. And they had the audio. um, You could take the audio tour along with it. 
But I always issue that. And I'm like, I don't want to hear what somebody else has to say about this. I want to just experience it for myself. I just, I can't do it because I spend most of the time in there laughing at those people. (laughs) (laughs) Because they stand there like holding this like fake phone up to their ears and they're like, their eyes are getting all big and they, I don't think they can really hear everything that's being said. Uh And then they're just like, hmm, yes. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't know what... You don't know what's being said. Like you have no idea. And they're always like these like much older intellectuals, art intellectuals. Yeah, who are just like I don't know. They just crack me up. They crack me up. And then there's like the little kids that are in there, uh-huh. which as a young child I would have been like, "Give me the audio." Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I giggle at them. Plus, they're listening to this thing and standing two inches away from the painting. I'm like, True. can you yeah. move? Can y'all move so that we can see? For sure. Um, But yeah, the Kimball has such a great permanent collection that is open. And I think they're open late on Fridays. Um, And it really is just very inspiring. It always makes me want to go home and paint. One of my favorite little tidbits that I picked up from the Kimball is that Mondrian, his paintings are the ones with the squares. You know, like there's a red square or a blue square mm-hmm. and you know, the black and white lines. Mm-hmm. Or just the black lines, sorry, on a white background. But the <clears throat> he always did his, the vertical lines were representative of the male form and the horizontal lines were the female form. And so then whenever I look at his paintings now, I always think of them as families. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I love it. That's cute. It's so great. And uh, so um, my mom was an artist. Grandma was an artist. And she, uh, Mondrian was one of her least favorites. But I told her that story and she went and I took her to the Kimball. I took her to the Kimball and the Modern and the Eamon Carter when she was here um, visiting one time. And she went home and took an art class at the senior center in Orem, Utah. That's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> and created a painting and she gave it to your cousin Jacob. I love him. Yep. And he's a good little boy. I mean, he's an adult now, full grown adult. Also buying a house this year. Um, but he, um, I asked my sister, I was like, well, what's it look like? You know, cause she was saying it's so great. She's all, it's like one of those paintings with the, with the lines and the little blue squares and the red squares. I was like, she did a Mondrian. <laughs> she was like, yeah, that's the artist name. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so great. I loved it. I have grandma art up in my house. Very nice. I've so got, does my brother. And so do I. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all. Brian has one of my most favorites, but he deserved to get that one which one does he have the unfinished one. Oh yeah yeah the unfinished one is is great and so later in her life my mom would would always make political statements with her paintings and so this unfinished one is of arches national monument right is that the one that he's got with the houses on top yeah of the arch so she's talking about how the city and governments are encroaching in on our natural spaces and that they need to stop it <laughs> the way she said it they need to stop it yeah it's one of my favorites yep yeah so that brings us to my favorite and yours the modern the modern art museum of fort worth (laughs) is that a bull yeah sorry we got distracted who knows it's like in a speedo wow Uh, that has to be somebody's like the chicago bulls no can't be this is football okay the buffalo bills no 
The modern. The modern. <laughs> yay. So I did not realize what a fan of modern art I was going to be because of the influences I had as a child, which was all like French Impressionism and um, like when I would see like surrealism and other modern art forms, um, they weren't really like, oh, hey, this is really great. It was more like, this is just weird. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, I didn't realize what a fan I was going to be um, of modern art. And there's so many great pieces in the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth, um, and which is free on Fridays. It used to be free on Sundays, but now it's free on Fridays. They stay open late so that people can go there after work and check it out. And they have traveling exhibits that come through. The The last one that we saw was Disappearing California, right? The one that just affected yes. me so. Disappearing California was by far one of the greatest art pieces I have ever seen. So they were three performance artists who created art pieces through their performance art and they did um they had this whole exhibit at the modern so there was film there was photography there was what they called relics so so pieces from performance art pieces um so like for example one of them was three boats and i think it was only two boats was it only two? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was three, but we can agree to disagree on this one. Oh, <laughs> that was in the room that yes. had the painting, the pictures that were just unsettling to me because yes. it was like an astronaut, at, adrift. like just adrift in space, and yes. then the scuba diver just yes. adrift in the ocean. And they were, they and were. The, the scuba diver didn't bother me as much as the astronaut did. See, and the scuba di- scuba diver bothered me more because he's just so small in this immense ocean, which I mean is the same with the astronaut. <laughs> okay, but here's what like got me about that: the astronaut, like, you're a goner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The scuba diver, you can just no way right back up to the surface. No, you can't. I've done it. Uh, well, I know uh, we've all done it, but you when you're dived? no, but when you're that deep in the ocean, it is a wild thing. It's so just, I went scuba diving with uh, Uncle David one time. Okay, and the just looking out and mm-hmm. seeing like mm-hmm. it just goes and yeah. goes and goes and goes, and it's wild. Yeah, and then the sea turtle swam up next to me, and I flipped out. But That's awesome. It was That's so really cool. cool. But I just was ill prepared for <laughs> this gigantic animal to be next to me yeah and there was a piece by one of the artists and and here's the really weird thing is that they all disappeared like they all died in weird ways some of them in their performance art who died in their performance the, the art? one with the boats oh and then one with buried himself alive and i mean he didn't die at that point he had the little straw coming out but he buried himself alive but the one that disturbed me the most was the film with the, the guy Jack. yes Oh, Katie my God. you so good through that thing. Everybody got me good through that thing because it disturbed me so bad I couldn't stop talking about it. So it's this performance piece with this man standing out in the middle of an, a snow field. And it starts off close to his face. And he just says, Jack. Jack. You can't even do it. You're freaking out. I, can I am see freaking it. out. <laughs> And so then we're like going throughout the rest of the exhibit and there's this really cool one with this photography um, 
piece that was. Is this that guy, the nuclear bomb one? No, it was the one where he's walking through the streets of L.A. at night. Oh, yeah, working his way cool. to the ocean. Mm-hmm. So he starts off in the middle of the city, works his way to the middle of the ocean, or to the middle of the ocean, to the ocean. And his partner was following him and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And then he's writing, he's writing about it the entire time. And it was such an interesting piece. And, and it was about how the the city is at night and people bothering him or not bothering him and walking through these crazy neighborhoods and stuff. It was really good. And then in the back of my head, I'm like studying these pictures and I hear Jack. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And then we're going to this other performance piece where the relic for it is a, um, a bicycle because he had ridden across Mm -hmm. the desert in California. And I'm reading all about this thing that happened on my sixth birthday. And then all of a sudden I hear Jack. I was just like, Oh my gosh. This needs to stop. Oh, it just was so freaky. It freaked me out hard. That was a good one. It was. I have so many pictures of that exhibit, and I normally don't take pictures when we go into the museum. Like, right. I'm not. That's not what I'm there for. Right. But I have a lot of pictures. Yeah. Of- one of my favorites was the artist. One of the artists did "You'll Never See My Face" in Kansas City or whatever, whatever city he was in, and everything he did during that performance art piece, his face was covered in some way, shape or form with a ski mask or with, um, a block or he was up in the rafters of the museum while everybody else was like, like six days. Yeah. Six days. Six days he was, up there. you've <laughs> got to be joking. Me. Yeah. So they didn't see his face, but he was there. So that, mm, that's uns- <laughs> the whole thing, the whole, and I get the point was for it to be unsettling, mm-hmm. but like when you think about that, mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we were just in here and then we were leaving and yeah, they were like, oh, yeah. And by the way, up in the room, somebody was watching you guys the whole time. Right. Yeah. No, that would be creepy. But one of my favorite parts of that exhibit was when you very first walked into the um, the rooms, there was um, a light exhibit and spray paint on the wall that said, don't leave me. Please don't leave Please me. don't leave me. I forgot the please. The please is what made it like so powerful. Oh, man. I posted that everywhere because I was obsessed. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, there's a piece in there that um, an artist went to um, where they did the um, where they did the trials from Nazi. Like, I want to say Auschwitz, but I don't think it was there. But he created this piece from the ashes and he's got that tribunal courtroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it's just like the ash and the mud. He used that to create this gigantic piece with a huge upside down sunflower. I don't know the upside down, like, I don't know what that means, but it means something to him. And Didn't we go see the, the dollhouse thing there? Yes, the dollhouse thing was there. So it was a, photogra- was it was a photography big, exhibit. Big something, little something. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, you can look it up. Well, but that was really interesting because she would take toys and put them in people situations <laughs> and it was that was one of the ones I took a lot of pictures of so but they would look very realistic like it would be in a living room and it would be weird because it was a toy that looked real in a real setting not just a toy setting and it was very interesting I really liked it one of my favorite parts of that piece was all the colors like they grouped all the toys by colors and it was really interesting you- is that the one that had the the um 
What are those terrifying dolls called? Ventriloquist dolls. <laughs> up on the top. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That they is were the up one. There. Yeah. And that was scary. And there was like a whole room that had them. Yeah. Too. On the chairs. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a whole photo series too. You know, I can't find it. Okay. Anyways, it was good stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. So one of my favorite, I I love the pieces of the modern. That, that one's also one that's really super inspiring to me, you know, because I like to just like paint circles and splotches of color. And so I loved those. But um, there's one in there, a Francis Bacon um, self-portrait that I adore. And I make everybody look at it. And I make everybody like really look at it because he has painted himself sitting on a stage. Um, so he feels like he's the center of attention and he's distorted himself in his painting because he doesn't like, he doesn't like the feeling of everybody looking at him and he, um, framed it in just this really simple, like one by two pine framing and then put a glass cover on it and gold leafed gilt frame all around it so then it's like golden leaf gilt yeah you know like gilt framing um so that it says <laughs> so that it's this fancy painting and I asked somebody one time I said did you guys put this gold you know this real fancy frame around this because I see the real simple frame and the the glass and she was like no he did that and she's like, well, what do you see in the glass? And I was like, I see myself. And she was like, exactly. And I was like, oh. Mind blown. Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorites. Hmm. Yeah. I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're so pretty, Ivy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's some other great art things that I want to talk about in the city of Fort Worth. We've got a lot of really great um, smaller galleries and pop-up galleries that happen. Art Tooth um, has a mobile gallery, basically. It is made out of a um, shipping container that gets moved all around, basically the near south side. And different artists, um, Fort Worth City itself has an artist in residence. Um, so other artists in residence with Art Tooth will create the pieces that go in that shipping container. Hmm. Right now it is down on um, the new South Main shops. So where the Bearded Lady is now and where um, Panther City Provisions. I can't remember what it's really called. Panther City Provisions. I can't. <laughs> Anyways, it's on Main. It's on Main right now and it's really cute. And they've got some food trucks out there. So that you can have coffee and look at this art piece, which is really interesting. And um, there's a lot of art co-ops that you can follow on Facebook and Instagram all around Fort Worth. But one of my favorite pop-up art galleries is um, the Grackle. Have you ever been to the Grackle with me? No. Okay. It's over on El Campo, just kind of north of thirty. And it is my friend Matt Sachs gallery and it is in his house. So I used to work with a guy called Alex Adair. I don't know if you remember him at all either. He's really funny. He had um, diabetes and 
he made himself a that that's funny. Well, he made himself a T-shirt that says, "Have you seen my pancreas?" <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, right. So he used to do. He used to live up above. Um, he used to live up above. Holy crap! Why am I like blanking on all these names? I'm like, I need to quit focusing on the TV. He lived up above a restaurant in um, on Magnolia in these little studio apartments, and he would have all of his friends who were artists bring over their pieces, and he would. Um, open it up to people. He would just do this pop-up art show in his little studio apartment. And one day, Matt Sachs, who I went to school with at TCC, went to one of his shows and was like, oh my gosh, this is such a brilliant idea. And Matt does found art. So he finds basically garbage on the side of the road. It's, I mean, it's like, you know, like old street signs or pieces of metal or pieces of wood whatever one of the pieces at his house is a shopping cart that he hoisted up into a tree okay (laughs) yeah so lots of found art and he was like I could do this at my house and so he came up with the grackle and for those of you who are not from Texas the grackle is a very annoying very prevalent bird (laughs) not that Matt Sachs is annoying but it's a brilliant name for an art gallery. And he does these great shows there. He's partnered up with a, a lady called Linda Little. And they curate these shows. They'll do music shows. They'll do art shows. Um, lots of times they'll do art and music shows where they'll have artists there that are creating pieces while bands are playing. And um, it's always like super interesting out there art there's one um guy who comes through regularly his name's Aaron Hutchinson and he teaches photography at TCC um but he teaches pinhole photography do you remember pinhole cameras Mm -hmm. so um his pieces are so interesting because of he does them with like a five gallon um Home Depot bucket and he creates the does the pinholes and he'll like spin it so that the finished piece is like a spiral. I don't know. It's just. That's so cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. It's super interesting. Um, super interesting stuff. And I love it. That's one of my favorite, favorite galleries in Fort Worth. Do you want to talk about a little bit about public art pieces? Sure. Okay. Um, so the city of Fort Worth has a Fort Worth public arts project and page that you can go to. And you can see all of the public art pieces around Fort Worth, which I had no idea about until I went to a talk that I saw like on Facebook one time, like it was probably about 10 years ago called a Pachaka Cha, (laughs) which is this Japanese concept where people come together and they talk about, you know, specific stuff. But one of these talks was about public art in Fort Worth. And I was like, I wonder what kind of public art there is. Like what, what's out there? So the first one I learned about was a piece that is outside of the Burnett building um, downtown, and it's called The Businessman, and it's like this big flat slab of stone, and somebody carved out a businessman. I mean, but it's huge. It's like 10 stories tall. Maybe not 10 stories. I could be exaggerating. (laughs) But it's like three stories, maybe. It's gigantic. And fascinating when you're walking around Burnett Plaza all of a sudden you see this huge like a reverse like it's a cutout Mm -hmm. so it's super interesting um and then at City Hall there's um 
I had to write this down because I kept calling it something else. What did I call it? Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. But it's the Tabachin knot. And it's yellow and it's pretty and squiggly. And it was originally in Chicago on this. It was given to the city of Fort Worth as a gift. And so it's out in front of this city hall. And it's really cute. And I really like it. And on the page there's like a walking tour you could do to check out all of the public art that's downtown in Fort Worth. Because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I mean, some of the architecture, architecture itself is, is art in itself. And it's really pretty. Um, but going out Lancaster, like heading towards my house, there is a fire station out there. And um, out in front of there is one of my favorite public art pieces. And it is just a lot. It's a... Um, I thought that's at the fire station in front of my office. Is it? Yeah. It's closer to you than it is to me? It's literally, I drive by it every day. Oh, okay. It's all the the fire, um, firefighter boots. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just all lined up. Yeah. The first time I drove by it, I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing to be in front (laughs) of the fire department. And then... Those guys are my friends. Are they really? Yeah. They come bail us out all the time when we lock our keys in our cars. <laughs> well, that's nice of them. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a piece, you know, about the fallen firefighters, those who sacrificed all of these things for us. And it's a great reminder. And the public art pieces that are all around Fort Worth are amazing and interesting. And there's a a large now group of murals. Muralists. I'm so obsessed with these murals around town. Yeah, talk about your favorite ones. Um, I really love the one at Lola's, um, in the back, in the trailer park part of it. Is yeah. that what we would call it? The yeah, trailer park. It's a pussy house propaganda piece. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's Ray Liberio from the Methinks. Oh, no wonder I love it so much. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Um, and then when you're going down, um, the road by Target. <laughs> what is that? street called i don't even know anyways when you're going down there towards like um is it doc's records yes that record store yeah doc's records there's all kinds headed back in there in that alley i'm obsessed with them the alley has a name and i can't remember it It was told to me last night oh inspiration alley that's what it is that makes sense yeah (laughs) i'm so inspired when i go there no um no but i really love all of those do you have a favorite piece in, in there in inspiration alley um no no? Okay. And then there's some that are popping up on Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And I like those. Probably we- my favorite one is on the side of, I think it's a boutique on mm. 8. And it just says, hey, good looking. And I love it. When you're driving by, it's like, oh, yeah, what a nice little pick me up. Yeah. And then there's a really cute one on Magnolia that is on the side of Brood that says, so Fort Worth it. Which oh, yeah. has become a, quite a slogan around town. I think it's been branded by either the city of Fort Worth or someone else. Yeah. And there's a living mural on Magnolia. It's a wall of ivy or creeping fig or something. And then in the wall it says, be happy or grow or something. Make life better. Make life better. (laughs) It says says something. What are you talking about? I do. I love that one too. It's probably one of my favorite ones, I think. I do too because it's this living mural. It's so cool. It's so interesting. I'm glad that you pointed out to me that that is an alive thing because I mm-hmm. thought it was fake. No. Hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. And then a wonderful display of art is coming up in in April. What is it? Um, Art's Goggle. 
No, open streets. <laughs> open streets. Arts Chicago is in October. October. It's for my birthday. You'd think I'd remember because I love open streets. Yes. We've discussed. But yeah, that's near- coming up and tons of good art is going to be there. Yeah. So um, for those of you that aren't familiar with open streets in Fort Worth, it is something that near Southside Inc. puts together. They also put together the arts goggle. Um, we'll probably go out there and do something, um, you know, like a live broadcast. Not live, but Will you know we? what I mean? Yeah, we can record while we're out there. It's always a lot of fun because all of the artists have booths up and down the streets. Um, there's jewelry designers. There are people who do, um, prints and photography and original. I have um, an orin- original from Winston age five. Oh, I paid $1 for this, this picture that this sweet little boy drew. Yep. And he was sitting out in front of his mom's booth. Yeah. And he wrote on there Winston age five. So it's cute. so cute. It's like an ocean picture because he asked me what my favorite thing was. So it's got like a sunset and an ocean. It's <laughs> a big, huge gap of white. But <laughs> it's the best. But Winston, age five, he and did a great job. Everybody was walking around with those pictures that he drew. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Yeah, so cute. And they also do a little skate park, pop-up skate park at Open Streets. They shut down. They shut down Magnolia, and it is there are no cars. There are only bicycles allowed. Um, strollers and foot traffic and roller skates i've seen people on oh roller skates and then down at the skate park they've got the um people on skateboards little quarter pipes little street style stuff to do too it's pretty cool it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. that's a good one to look forward to yeah i look forward to it every year (laughs) i know you do my absolute favorite (laughs) that's awesome are there any other art pieces around Fort Worth or places that I've forgotten to talk about? I'm sure that there are, but are there any that you can think of in particular that you wanted to bring up? Mm, no. I think we've covered all my favorite ones, okay. to be honest. Mm, all right. Well, very cool. So, also coming up soon um, is going to be a gallery exhibit. Um a gallery, not a gallery exhibit, a gallery piece part of Thin Line Festival um, where they do a photography contest. And it's always really interesting to see what people have done and what they've put together. But that's up in Denton. So a little bit outside of Fort Worth, but it's really cool. I like it a lot. Oh, well, if we're going outside Fort Worth, then Dallas has some really legit art. We don't go to Dallas. Nobody's got time to go to Dallas. Clyde Warren Park, legit. Mm. The Dallas Museum of Modern Art, legit. Yeah, the dome they is pretty cool. They had a whole freaking Vogue exhibit, and I didn't go. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. So one other that I forgot that I need to bring up is Fort Works Heart. It is over, like, near the Dickies Arena, and they've got traveling exhibits that come through. We went to one during, um, I want to say it was, like, a gallery night, and it was a photography exhibit, and it was a, a girl who did, like, all sorts of famous people like she it was you know David Bowie and um Madonna and like I mean rock and roll stuff all throughout it It it's all black and white and it was really really cool but they've got exhibits that come and go through there and they do both local and national kind of artists who come through and then they've got an artist in residence there who is continuously working on their pieces and 
it's open to the public so that you can go and talk to the artists and find out what they're doing and what this piece means to them and why they're, you know, placing these objects or whatever it is. And I thought that, that was so interesting. That, that is cool. That you could do that. It was really a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of art happening all around us all the time from painters to sculptors to musicians to... I was going to say, we have some very talented artistic friends. Yes, we really do. And it's so neat to be part of the community and to see what they're doing. I just love it. Love it, love it. Is it time for Music Minute? Yeah, we could do a Music Minute. I love Music Minute. Let's talk about it. What do you want to do? Um, well, we were at a show mm-hmm. on Friday night. Yes. For our pals, Josh and the Jet Noise. <laughs> And other bands were there, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love how much Josh and the Jet Noise, how much they, like, love that you're their friend. It cracks me up. It is so great. So adorable. I love all of them. Yeah. So it was Josh and the Jet Noise, Bruce Magnus. It was Matt and the Jet Noise. Oh, it was Matt and the Jet Noise. Something happened to Josh's Josh's voice or something. I think he was sick. He was sick? Mm -hmm. So he could play, but he, Matt. The bass player, Matt Thomas, um, got up there and was singing. We were wondering why he had a music stand and I did papers. wonder that when I walked in. Yeah. But, man, he did such a great job. Yeah. He killed it. Yeah. He did a good job. I forget how great his voice is on its own. And he, I mean, he carried it flawlessly. It was so good. Not that we want to replace Josh at all, but Matt and the Jet Noise was great that night. <laughs> 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 it was so good. And I heard Bruce Magnus for the first time. Yeah. And I heard a couple of Meach Pango. Oh, yeah. Peach Mango is what I always want to call it. But yeah. That is not it. No. They have a very lively stage presence. Yeah, they do. And I'm here for that. Yeah. So that was a fun show. Mm-hmm. And then last night, I was so tired <laughs> <laughs> that I missed Chilamundo and Deep Sleepers, which I was really, really sad about. But yeah. I... I've seen a few pictures of that event, mm-hmm. and I'm even more sad about that mm-hmm. that I missed it because it looked like it was so much fun. Yeah, so and I'm sure it was because they're all very talented. They are, and and I always love it when Chilamundo and Deep Sleepers do a show together because it's, they're swapping out like two people. It's musical musicians. Yeah, like it's so chairs. incestuous, but it's really good. Incestuous. <laughs> I can't. It's so good. And um, last night was Washed Up Rookie's last show at the Post. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had some traveling correspondents who were there, and they said it was pretty great. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, Jeff and Joe were over there. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I went back to Mass again last night, two nights in a row. But I really wanted to see the Kush. Always great. Mm-hmm. Always great. They had Riley Pennick sitting in on drums. I saw that on yeah. Facebook. It was... It's fun. He always looks like he's just having the best day of his life every time he's up there playing. And it's so great. Um, and he he's started drumming for a country artist um, and is so busy that he's been able to quit his job. And he's just a money-making musician now. Way which go, is Riley. I know. I'm really super stoked about that. So the Kush played and um, one of my favorite bands um, out of Denton called Mind Spiders. And they're so good. They're so much fun. There's there's a synthesizer, a guitarist, and a drummer. And it's really... Where were we where we saw the guys 
playing? Well, it was at mass. I know where we were. I just don't know <laughs> who they were. I think it was, I was there because Rex was doing it. He did a couple of different sets last night at a couple of different locations. Really? Yeah. I missed them all. Um, I didn't know they weren't even on my radar. Oh, well, you should be friends with him on Instagram. I think I am friends and with him on Instagram. And he posts it. Hmm. Anyways, um, he was doing a set at mass and there were two guys that played before him. Mm hmm. They were very good and they played the synthesizer. Hmm. Hmm. I'll figure out who it was because I looked him up on Spotify. Mm hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can get behind this. <laughs> Ding it. Yeah. So um, what's coming up musically that we should be going to? I don't know. Lots of good stuff is going to happen in April. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Ting Ting Tina. I love them. Sweet girls. They're and cute. Boy. <laughs> ting Ting Tina is cute. Yep. And the infamous um, are playing at the Moon Bar this coming weekend. Um, along with um, the Straits Driving Slow Motion and Keanu Leaves. This one I really want to go to. It's Saturday. February 1st, um, so before Sunday in the Super Bowl, and they are playing at Shipping and Receiving Bar. I haven't been to that venue in a minute. I haven't been to Shipping and Receiving in a minute either. Yeah, so uh, driving slow motion, for those of you who've not heard them, um, they are, what's it called when there's no words that are sung? It's just instrumental. Instrumental. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I probably just need to go home. Are we at an hour yet? Yeah. Holy cow, dude. I know. I'm still distraught. But they're great. Um, The Straits. Celestial is such a sweet little soul. Um, She always brings her baby up on stage in his little headphones. And they're just kind of good Fort Worth rock, which is a very distinct sound. I know I talk about it a lot. But if you listen to (laughs) The Straits or... Like, Henry the Archer is a classic example of Fort Worth rock, although he's from New Jersey. Um, His sound is very Fort Worth. It's pretty good. So there's lots of good stuff. Check it all out on Facebook and Instagram. Follow your favorite venues. (laughs) Follow us. We'll tell you all about what's going on. We will. Yeah, I think that's about it. You can usually see where we just check in. We don't really tell you. We're just already there. (laughs) Get here if you can. Oh, yeah, by the way. This is where we're at. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, super. Cool. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about this week? No, I don't think so. All right. Not I that's think... on. Not that's on topic. Okay. Although next week, or next time we record, yeah, will be our Valentine's Day episode. Valentine's so excited. Day, my favorite holiday. Very favorite holiday. Probably bring on some pals for that one. You think so? Yeah. I've, I've got some people who've requested to come on for the Valentine's Day episode. Wow. Yeah. There's a list? There's a list. I'll have to go through that. Yeah. If you get axed, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All okay. Right. Well, then I think that's about it. We still haven't perfected this closeout. No. Until then. See you later. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>